Okay, so welcome to the fifth episode of The Apprentice Window Cleaner. I'm with James today, who is a window cleaner in Boston. Is that right? Yeah. Right, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I actually tried to buy some equipment off you right at the beginning. I don't know if you remember, mate. You probably had Did you really? Yeah, you were selling a tank and a pump. Oh yeah, that was my little combo. I was selling, I was selling everything out of my combo. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we have connected I don't before. That. Yeah, it's a small world with the cleaning there. It's a small community. It is, mate. It is. <clears throat> but um, James, if you want to introduce yourself, just tell us who you are, what your company is. Um, yeah. And, and, and your background, how long you've been window cleaning, etc. Yeah, so I'm James from Boston. I own Hydroshine Cleaning Services. Um, mainly window cleaning, but we've been dabbling in a bit of pressure washing and soft washing the last two years. Um, yeah, I've been going around seven years. I've only had my business for around four, though. So I was okay. working for someone else for three years. Uh, a good bunch of lads. It was a big franchise in the UK, Washforce. Okay. Uh, a lot of people might know that name, to be fair. Um, and then, yeah, I started work? up on my own. What was it like working for the Washforce? It was spot on. I mean, <clears throat> most of the lads who worked for them was franchises. Yeah. Um, but the owners of it were my brother's mates. Um, when I was young, I was applying for the army. Okay. And as I was applying, they offered me a job, just a little job, helping them with gutters and fascias and stuff like that, uh, the odd school clean. So we started doing that. And it was half decent money. And I enjoyed it, to be fair. We had a laugh on the job. Um, and then we started taking it a bit more serious. And they said, look, we've got so many gutter jobs coming in. Why don't we get you a van? Just get you doing the gutter jobs, the one-off jobs, the pressure washing, all that sort of stuff. And see how we get on so i said yeah yeah crack on let's do it um so basically we was doing that for about a year um and then they said right let's get you on the windows and i started yeah. doing it full time um yeah it's absolutely spot on mate to be fair but i wasn't a franchisee you see i was um i was just working with them you know what i mean um and then it all just went to crap really and uh, same sort of story as you really um my little boy was on the way. I thought I need to make some money. So, you know what I mean? I started up on my own. Yeah. So, and um, yeah. <clears throat> so you've been doing that four years now on your own? Yes, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Around four years. Going mate. well, enjoying it. I love it, mate. I mean, when I first started, like I say, I had my little boy on the way. And uh, I thought, what am I going to do here? You know what I mean? I've got my little boy on the way. What if I'm not earning enough money? And you just put your mind to it, really, don't you? Going going back, then I'm going to put you on a spot here. Yeah, you had to tell yourself one thing that, that you know now that you knew then when you first started. What would you tell yourself, or what would you do differently? To be fair, I don't think I'd do anything differently. I, you learn from your mistakes, and if you don't make mistakes, you're never going to learn, are you? you just trial and error, really. What was your biggest mistake you've made then? Biggest mistake is. <clears throat> When I started getting a bit busier and I had someone work with me, I told them too much. Okay. And what do you think they did? Set up on, up on their own. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I told them too much. I told them all about the, the cleaner planner, the software, how to price up jobs, uh, everything, how to do the RO system. Yeah. Everything. It really shot me in the foot, if I'm honest. <laughs> how long did they stay with you for? About eight months. And then just what? Just and left then, on it. The... Left. Yeah, text me one morning. Uh, basically, I uh, I left the van running because it's the little combo. Um, I left it running so it was warm up a little bit because it was quite cold. Uh, just before Christmas this year, well, just the year gone. Um, left the van running at half eight. I went to the gym because I was starting a little bit later. And he texted me at 10 saying, uh, 
I've only just woke up, mate. I'll be there in a bit. But what? No. I said, mate, we're going to need to work this out. You know what I mean? We can't just be doing this. I'll pay you in a bit of mine. Get the van. The engine's running already. Let's go to work. But um, yeah, I just said, look, we need to sort this out. And he said, you know what? I quit. And then two weeks later, boom, started up on his own. Jeez. And was that on your patch? So, oh. Well, luckily, he's not taking any of my customers at the minute. I mean, I've even got customers down his street and, you know what I mean? I'm still doing them. Uh, so I'm quite lucky on that aspect. But it's just that that stress. You don't need that stress. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. absolute nightmare i get it i get it and i suppose it is quite a transferable business isn't it you can just go and once you've you can just do it if you've got a, a few quid yeah just crack on and do it yeah, yeah. i mean youtube videos you know what i mean you can teach you most most of the stuff you you need so yeah i've been learning a lot from that so one thing you said there about cleaner planner i think i'm going to do a, a podcast on the software that we use because at the moment i'm using squeegee and it's yeah. got some great parts and some bad mm. parts, but I don't know enough about cleaner planner. I didn't look at it. I just found squeegee. I thought that sounds like a window cleaner. That I, <laughs> I think cleaner planner is quite quite technical. To be fair, it took me is a it? while to get into it, but it's the only thing I've used. Okay, and what uh, what do you use it for mainly? Is it for everything? Does it take everything? Yeah, I, I um, well, you can obviously put your jobs on. You've got your debt list. You can do invoicing. Um, if you really want to get into it, you can put all your receipts on transactions absolutely everything on there but yeah um yeah it's just it's got everything you need really text local so you can text your customers off it yeah um anything you need really it's got like I say, it's the only thing i've used it sounds exactly like squeegee to be honest the thing yeah. i like about squeegee is the daily route planner so you yeah put all your jobs in for that day and then it it's called pilot or something daily pilot it puts them in order of what to go to first and most is it really yeah the most effective way to do it but it's not 100%. I found halfway through the day, it'll just swap my jobs around. And <laughs> yeah, it does. And I think that's defeating the object of this the whole lot. But I do like the idea of that when they fix the bugs in it. It's it's really good. Yeah. It, yeah, no, that does sound good. I mean, I know my round's off by art, really. I don't need a sat-nav anymore. I just, one night I went through all my worksheets and I just thought, right, I normally go to that one first and then I do that one. I just put yeah. it in order. And once you put it in order on cleaner planner, it stays in that order. So when you add them all to the worksheet, it stays in that order. Yeah. Um, so cool. uh, it's a good idea though. I do like that idea. Well, for me, I'm picking up loads of clients, uh, loads of clients, customers in areas mm. that I've never been to before. And I literally yeah. have not got a clue. And uh, it's really <laughs> helpful for that. So yeah. yeah. The first, okay. day, the first couple of days I didn't use it. I'm spending yeah. 20 minutes going slowly down a road looking for house numbers and turning around <laughs> and reversing. So it has helped for that. It's really we've helpful. all got to do it, haven't we, when we pick up new jobs as well. Yeah. We're just, and especially if we've got a name instead of a number as well. Wow. Yeah. Not tricky. Yeah, yeah. It does help. I do ask for names and numbers definitely now. Um, yeah. Especially with all the comms that you can do with text and stuff. Yeah. Honk if you're horny. What was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Asda. My son was still awake and I thought, well, I need a quiet environment, but obviously... There is a uh, train station near me. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. Okay, so James, it's um, Mental Health Week, which you informed me before this, this week. Um, yeah. You've had some experiences with mental health and you think it's quite, well, your experience was while window cleaning, while you've been doing Yeah, I mean, you know. I'm quite passionate about mental health. Um, I did suffer with uh, generalised anxiety disorder um, and chronic stress. Okay. And the, the doctor said that's a depression, but it's just a word in my opinion um with me anyway 
Um, but with working life, I mean, most of us are working on our own, aren't we? Yeah. So we're living in our own head. Yeah. And I feel so passionate about mental health and I'd love to help people. The amount of people I have helped as well and a few window cleaners as well. Okay. Um, it can, you can just live in a nasty place. And if you're working on your own, with you just, you're in there, you know what I mean? Mm. It's, yeah. it's no good for anyone. Um, and I think spreading awareness for it is, it'll do my wonders, you know what I mean? Yeah. And did you suffer before you'd started window cleaning or no. was it during? Um, well, when I went to see someone, they said, obviously, all my issues were from when I was a young lad, but it never really come out until I started growing up, and I was window cleaning. Um, and I think having my son as well, and I start I started window cleaning my own business uh, yeah. when I had my son. So it's only been the last three or four years where it really come out to me. Um, so, yeah, I was window cleaning when it first started affecting me quite badly. Okay. And did, did it affected day-to-day jobs um, oh did it i mean i was getting up in the morning i was just chilling off work even though i text my customers so yeah. customers weren't happy about that if there was quite a big job or you know a bit of an awkward job i'll just miss it and i won't go back i was just making a lot of tit of myself and was that through anxiety do you think yeah it was and just not wanting to do anything i just wanted to go home and lay on the sofa yeah so doing all that with the customers it gave me it didn't give me a bad name because i've not had a bad name on facebook yet yeah <laughs> or word of mouth um but it definitely did affect me i mean if i was in a decent headspace since i started window cleaning my business would be through the roof now but i just let it go for about a year, a year did you lose, did you lose customers with when you're not turning up in that time yeah well i mean I, let just, it go? I just chinned them off <clears throat> yeah i just chinned them off i didn't go back and if i was texting me i'd ignore them and then you get the odd comment on Facebook, oh, Hydra Shine never really replied to me or they didn't turn up. And I thought, this needs to stop. It's affecting my business. It's affecting my family life. So I, I made changes. You know what I mean? It's just you've got to do it. If you're suffering, you've got to make changes. Especially what, changes with business. You, what changes did you make? Instead of living in my own head, I bought some headphones and I was listening to podcasts every day. Amazing. Listening to podcasts, which honestly, amazing. Yeah. The same, same with me. Uh, yeah, I- absolutely amazing the first couple of days and I was just when I was looking up in in cleaning the gutter and it was hard and my shoulders were burning and I'm looking at this mold that isn't moving and I'm thinking and I've got no nothing in my head I'm thinking have I made the worst decision in my life mm. have, I, <laughs> have I quit my corporate job and I'm not going to be good at this and, and I'm not joking I have a podcast on or anything like that it's just gone it, yeah negative thoughts aren't there that's exactly right. If you if you can't really be bothered to work in the day, get your headphones in, get a podcast on. Someone you like. I mean, I like Ricky Gervais and yeah. Carl Pilkington. They have done some unreal podcasts. Yeah. Like I've been at customers' windows laughing my head off. Really? You know what I mean? It just yeah, it takes you out of that headspace and it just gets you going. And then by the time you you finish that podcast or you, you you're getting through your work, you're thinking it's home time. You're like banging. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's that's another day done. I've got money in my pocket. Done all my work for the day. I'm happy, you know what I mean? Were you ever um, transparent with your customers? So some of them that have lost, you've lost, or some of them that are have commented on Facebook, did you ever just say, look, I'm, I'm struggling or anything? Oh, I just played dumb to it. Yeah. Just played dumb. Oh, I must have lost your details on my software, or I'm sorry I didn't get your text or something like that. I would never do that. Cause people might just think you're making excuses, you know what I mean? I just didn't want to risk that. Um, so, yeah, I just played dumb to it. 
What was it? What was the point? The time where you thought I need to get some help now, or, or you knew that in your own head things were getting bad. I need to get some help, or I need some external um, input here. The awareness, people's awareness, people talking about it. Yeah. And then with because someone might listen to this and think, oh, bloody hell, I feel the same as what James did. You what were you feeling? James, what, what were you feeling exactly? Like what was making not want to go to work and? I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I just didn't have no motivation, no drive in me, nothing at all. I had nothing. And you know, I mean, picking up customers every um, every day. Yeah. I've got. I had a new van at the time. I've, I'm always say if I have no motivation, I buy something new for the van or the equipment. Yeah, yeah. Fresh new pulp, yeah. something like that, just yeah. to spice it up. And I was doing that, and I was getting nothing out of it. I thought, oh, I'm really hating this at the minute. What's going on? And then, like. Me and the missus spoke and she said, I think you're suffering as well. Um, and it was at that point where I thought I need to get some help. But even during that, I just, I had no drive in me. Um, but podcasts helped me. Yeah. Even at my lowest point where I just didn't want to get out of bed, I'd dr- drive to the first job, sit there for half an hour and think, right, let's find a decent podcast. Get them in my, my uh, ears and then happy days. Was there, anything, was there anything that caused the anxiety? particular was it customer related or window cleaning related or business no i mean it's just <clears throat> things growing up um which can affect you i mean anything can affect you in the um in your adult life you know what i mean it's just even if you had um, a bad conversation or a nasty conversation when you were a child it can it can affect you talking to customers or strangers in the future and i mean i was going through a stage oh, i couldn't even speak to a customer i'll just stutter and i just you know what i mean i couldn't get my words out i couldn't do anything at all and it's it's getting to like getting to the point where it's every single customer I couldn't even speak to, so any opportunity I had to avoid them I did. Okay. Wouldn't even knock on the door for the money. I'd just leave a slip. Yeah. Okay. Mm. I think I do that anyway sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> can't, can't be asked to speak to them, can you? <laughs> um, and um, what did you do to get help? So where did you go? What did you do? What was the first step that you did? Um, I just put in my area and then counsellor. Uh, well, first thing I did was went for the NHS, uh, steps to change to try and get some help after the doctor said to me, look, you've got generalised anxiety disorder. But I was waiting for nine months and I didn't even get a phone call. I thought, I'm suffering quite badly here. I'm going to go private. I don't care how much it costs. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I just typed it in on Google, counsellor in my area. Found this bloke uh, in Spalding. Really nice bloke he was. Yeah, and I've seen him for about Eight, nine months, probably about a year, maybe. Give him um, a shout out. Give him a shout out. Who is he? Pete, Peter Stell at Aegis Counselling in Spalding. Cool. He's a lovely bloke. Um, I've got all the time in the world for him. He really did help me out. Yeah. Really did. Um, yeah, and as I was seeing him, I was getting worse because you do get worse before you get better with mental health because um, you're bringing everything up from your past. Yeah. So it, it doesn't help you out, really. So I was getting even worse at work and I thought, oh, what's going on here? You know, I'm getting worse. I've got no driving me, nothing. And then um, when I got discharged from him, about three weeks later, I think I had a few days off work with the missus. And, um, yeah, I was like, I can't wait to go back to work. And then speaking to customers, I was absolutely fine. Still stuttering a little bit. I always stutter a little bit. I think a lot of people do. Um, but I just felt happier. You know what I mean? But, I mean, anything can really put you in a, a downward slope it's just about talking about it and dealing with it and yeah not living in your own head because that is the most dangerous place and obviously with window cleaning if you're living in your own head 
and you're suffering already, especially. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, did you did your missus support you a lot? Was it easy to tell her? Massively. Yeah. Massively. I wouldn't be window cleaning if it weren't for her now. I would have given up ages ago because the amount of times I wanted to just give it up. Just go, oh, I just go for a normal job. I'll get a salary. Can't be asked because my debt list is about two thousand pounds. I'm sick of this and all that. You know what I mean? Uh, but you just got to push through it. Did, how did you approach it with your missus? Did she notice something was not right, or did she, you, yeah, you... she suffered with uh, PTSD um, from a past relationship, and she she see the signs in me that I was just suffering. Like I wouldn't go to work, and I'd come home at about eleven o'clock. I'd be like, oh, I can't be asked. She and then when it just started building up and building up, and she was noticing it more, she said, right, I need to sit down and have a chat here. But she noticed it, and she helped me out massively. I mean, speaking to your missus, someone you trust. Yeah. I mean, it helps wonders. It really does. It's good. It's good. And is there any coping mechanisms that you practice or do now? So when you get anxiety or when you think I don't want to talk to this customer, is there anything that, I don't know, would help anyone else that you're doing that, you, that helps you get through it? Yeah. I mean, say if there's two things. If I get a flare up where I get dry mouth and my heart's racing and stuff like that, put my phone away. Or I'll go on YouTube and put some soothing music on. Some people might think it sounds weird, but it helps. Just soothing music, just sit there, leave your phone, just close your eyes and take deep breaths. I know, that, like I say, it does sound weird, but no, what it does, it, it resets your body, really, out yeah. of fight, flight or freeze. Yeah. Um, and that helped me out. Just to, or just getting out of the van in the countryside and just going for a little walk, just clearing my head a little bit. It's massive, if I was having a flare-up. Yeah. But, I mean, with anxiety itself or depression or stress if you're suffering for it a long time you just need to talk to someone yeah it's the only way to ease it really and at night if you're suffering just take deep breaths just take yourself out of the situation you're in go upstairs where you're on your own go for a bath go for a walk just you know i mean just take it easy and just try and get out of the situation you're in but obviously if you're if you're overthinking put some soothing music on to calm your mind it all sounds weird and some people might turn their nose at it but I can say first hand it works. Yeah, yeah. And um, do you think? Uh, do you think there's? Well, there is. I know there's a there's a lot of men under, you know, around our age. I'm guessing we're a similar age. I'm probably a bit older than you. Don't know how old are yeah, you? Yeah. How old do you think I am? Twenty-seven. A lot of people get no twenty-four. Twenty-four. Mate, you're so mature. I know. I have been since I was 16 because I, I grew up hanging around with my brothers. Um, I've always hung around with older people. I'm not can't be dealing with immaturity, you know what I mean? Mate, I'm well older than you. I feel embarrassed now. <laughs> I feel like I'm hitting on you in a weird way. Like, oh, you're so young, you're so immature. But, uh, <laughs> it takes a big, a big, a big person and a big man to, to, to come on something like this, like a podcast and talk about it. And a uh, big respect to you, mate, because it'll uh, hopefully help a couple of people, you know? I'm hoping it does, because like I say, I, I never thought anything of mental health, even when my missus suffered with that. I just thought, oh, grow up, you know what I mean? Just having a bad day. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I did. That, that's <laughs> how, I was only a young lad when I thought that. And then when I started suffering with myself and like the bad place you get in, now, now I'm better. I just all I want to do is help people. But there's a few window cleaners I've obviously I won't name them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a few window cleaners I've helped and they've messaged me and I've tried giving them advice because I feel so passionate about it. I don't want anyone to suffer. Obviously I can't stop everyone suffering, but if I can help one person, 
if someone can relate to what I've been saying and go get some help, yeah. save their life. Yeah. And, you know and, what I mean? I mean, you've gone private, but you can call your doctor as well. Call the doctor, yeah. I mean, NHS there. Mental health's a massive thing at the minute, so you'd be on a big waiting list, but just sit on it and just wait. But if you get to the point where you are desperate, you can go private. There's always that option to go private. Yeah, definitely. You know I mean, I think um, must be uh, have, have a few strong rounds if you can go private straight away, mate. Not messing around. Yes, mate, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I'll I'll probably save it to another podcast um, and not just talk about myself. But yeah, one of the reasons I've gone into window cleaning is because of my mental health was suffering with the last job. You know. Yeah. Tired, yeah. Stress. Um, bad thoughts at night when I'm laying in bed. Well, when I was laying in bed and working seventy hours a week, knowing it's not right for me. I've got a daughter. I'm away. Seventy hours a week. Well, I don't think I've not, ever done that. No, someone <laughs> probably. If anyone listens to this from my old work, they'll go. He never worked seventy hours a week in his life. But um, yeah, <laughs> he's talking rubbish. But I mean, <laughs> when you're working, say forty hours, and then all the travel that's on on top of it, up and down the country, and really you never get any of your loo time back and I'm not going to go into it, but it was, it was building up in me a lot and thoughts that were coming into my head that I was thinking, where are these coming from? These are a bit extreme. And yeah, yeah. I, went, I, I went and got some help and I went private straight away. Mm. And um, to be honest, had a session, a little session on the phone with a, with a counselor, but it just wasn't for me. So no, that's fair. That's fair. She was, she was going. You've got to have complete trust yeah. in that person. As she, well. she was, she was like, right. What I want you to do to start off with is think of happy thoughts when you're feeling sad. And I was like, that's really easy to do, isn't it? Yeah. Not for me, but <laughs> like, like you say, speak. I, I just started speaking to my mom, speaking to my girlfriend. Yeah. And just yeah. Best way. And, and you know what? If some, and I'm not saying my advice to people isn't do what I did because it was quite extreme. I went on, I went to Cheltenham with two window cleaners and they said, told me about the lifestyle, the work-life balance and how much they're earning on the Thursday. Mm. And then on the Friday, I quit my job. <laughs> I yeah. like literally. So yeah. Um, I've got no real like good qualifications really. I've got GCSEs and a personal training qualification. and I haven't got a, a, anything, you know, like a degree or I didn't complete college and and I'd work my way up in my corporate job but it was mate sometimes you've got to take a risk and you've got to put your health first and mate I feel honestly since um I've quit that job a weight is off my shoulder I'm not telling them to go out there and quit the jobs I could have do you know what I should have done to my work in reflection is talk to my work and tell them yeah, yeah, but I yeah. told them one of the reasons why, saying, look, I'm going home, I'm anxious, I'm thinking of bad things, and I close my eyes at night. They were like, oh, you should have told us we've got counselling at work and um, we could yeah. have changed your department and stuff, you know. And uh, it, yeah. you could have gone and worked as a trainer instead of an account manager, for example. And um, But if I'm honest... It's the best thing I've done in in absolutely like since it's, I can it's, it's an amazing job, isn't it? It it's is. It is. You know, your own boss. Like we said before, we started this podcast. I just love. I've always had little small businesses, but 
I'm fully committed now, obviously, with a child anyway. I've got to make this work. Just that, just getting that money in your hand that you've earned from your hard work. Yeah, Love that's it. it. Especially with, with you having a little one on the way, it gives you more motivation to get going and 100%. grow that business. That's exactly the same as me. Um, I think my missus was about three or four months pregnant when yeah. I started up on my, my own. And uh, I was only, well, I was 20, 19, 20 years old. Uh, I didn't have much business sense at all, really. You know what I mean? I worked for a window cleaner. I knew the ins and outs. I thought, let's just do it. You yeah. know what I mean? I'm thinking about it too long. And then one night, I just, I should have given him notice. And he won't listen, but if you do, I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, but <laughs> no, I should have given notice. Um, we left on blood blood as well. But it is what it is, mate. You know what I mean? We all moved past it. And uh, yeah, it's the best thing I've ever done. I'm so free now. Like I say, I did support mental health a little bit. But I've got past that now. I'm growing the business to extreme lengths now. I'm just going to push it. Yeah. I'm just going to keep pushing. I'm just going to get to a certain limit, sort out all the work, get rid of all the bad customers, and then start pushing again. And that's what I've been doing the last few years. Just, well, I've got rid of a lot of good work as well because I couldn't be bothered. But all the bad work, I've just chucked it out. You know what I mean? Chucked it out. So now my debt list is about under 500 quid now, and I've got 500 customers. So is that, that's that's stri- amazing. That is good. And does it stress you out that that's your debtors? Do, do you get anxious about things like that? At the minute, well, I used to. Um, say if my debt list used to be at about £2,000, it would stress me out massively, thinking, why is no one paying me? You know, this is just a rubbish job now. I, I want to get a salary job. You know what I mean? I'll get a better job. You know that. And then you just got to work it out. You've got to get rid of all the bad jobs, keep on going, get so better did jobs. You wipe and... some of that, did you wipe some of that debt off then? How did you deal with that? And how did you cope with, with that debt and solve it and release, release the stress on yourself? So I went through the debt list. Uh, if it was a reoccurring customer, just bin it off. I, I wiped it off, just bin it off. If it's a customer that's owed me for two months, but they normally pay, I'll give them a text. And they'll just say, oh, I'm really sorry, James, I forgot. Fair enough. Um, a lot of commercial, they're, they're buggers for paying. Um, so yeah, I just bin them straight off. A lot of commercial, yeah. uh, yeah, and just I did it that way really. And I just went, kept on going through the debt list. And if, if I see a reoccurring customer, bye bye, see ya. So you just took you know the loss, you took the loss, but ultimately just took a bit of a weight off your shoulders. Is that what is it a loss though? I wasn't getting paid, yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? I wasn't getting paid, so it's cut no the worry out. Yeah, that's it. I was just, all I was doing is getting rid of the bad. I wasn't losing much, really, because I wasn't getting paid anyway. Um, and you're always going to get customers who don't pay you or try it on. It's just about business, isn't it? It's just about business. Um, and you've got to deal with it. What, are, what would be the top two tips, then, you'd say to anyone who's suffering with mental health, especially, obviously, in the cleaning? First thing is, go to the doctors, if you think you're suffering. and then make sure this is still on the first tip make sure you talk to someone if the doctors think you're suffering don't just think oh, i'll deal with it myself talk to someone even if it's your missus just open up to her maybe you had a bit of a bad childhood you know what i mean something like that if you talk about it it'll, you start to get over it and you deal with it better um the second tip is stay healthy with your mind as well so have a healthy lifestyle like i mean have a clean van that's a happy work life. You know what I mean? Have a good relationship with your customers. Don't live in your own head. Um, have a podcast on. There's so many podcasts. I've been listening to podcasts for about two years now. What podcasts do you um, think would have helped with your mental health? Was it really ones that are 
focused at mental health or is it ones that are just focused you know funny ones or um funny ones or you know see i found do you ever watch sas who dares wins no oh mate you're missing out is it good? so and yeah they're all ex-sas uh Ant middleton jason fox they're um they've all been in the in the sas and they've suffered badly with mental health and hearing their story um especially Ant middleton because he's um he's amazing at what he does he motivational speaker really and he helps you deal with things um i'm trying to think of the, the name of his book at the minute i can't remember it first one anyway um so yeah he talks about how he deals with things um fears anxieties um and jason fox he talks about his past mental health problems and how he dealt with it and talking and the medication he took and stuff like that so hearing other people's stories helped me realize that i was suffering as well and to go get help and that you can be helped because some people might think oh it's just the way i am i've, yeah. I've, I've spoke to a counselor a few times it's not helped me it's just the way i am i'm gonna have to deal with this it's not i thought that plenty of times yeah so yeah. many times and when i look it back at that now i think wow like how much have i changed now yeah i mean it's a it's a typical stereo stereotypical man thing isn't it not to talk about the feelings yeah stuff up a lot i don't want to cry at lion king in front of my missus i'm like fighting the tears like don't cry don't cry like this is the manly <laughs> this is the natural thing in it to, to not do it but i suppose like you've just said there if you've got if you've got men like aunt middleton yeah. Yeah. sorry 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 yeah if you've oh, got men no worries if you've yeah. got men like aunt middleton who are the ultimate alpha male, like they've literally killed men with their bare hands and shot yeah, schools yeah. and blown people up. Then and they're out there saying, get help and speak to people and there is ways to deal with it, then you know, anyone yeah. can, any window cleaner can not Yeah, definitely get help and get fixed. It's not the way to go having a stiff upper lip. It's definitely not. Yeah. I mean I, I don't feel like I've, about it. I've had that many bad things happen to me but i still feel like i've still had feelings where i feel like i you know the lowest i could ever feel so it can happen to mm. me. even yeah. you just talking to your missus about yeah, stuff yeah. like that or your mum or you know what i mean just talking like oh, i've been feeling feeling like this and something's on my mind and just talk about it because if you just bottle it up it's going to get worse exactly. and then you're going to take it that does. to work as well it does yeah you're right you are definitely right you know what i mean james it's been amazing talking to you. I think we should do um, another podcast if you want to. Um, oh, I'd love to do another podcast. I've, I've got so much to speak about. I've had dodgy vans. I've had dodgy workers. I've had loads of stuff. I've, I've got some stories for you. So we can say <laughs> that the next episode can be called uh, James and Dodgy Things because it sounds like... <laughs> <laughs> is that for, for James and his luck. Yeah. Yeah, wicked. Well, well, we'll do that. No, but I'd love, to, I'd love to be on the podcast again, mate. I really would. Yeah, well, um, if anyone's listening, if you could like and share this podcast so we can get some more awareness, different experts, different guests, different window cleaners, that would be great. Um, that's it, really. Thanks for your time, James. Oh, James, do you want to give um, a shout-out just to your socials so people can contact you if they want to? Like, they might want to talk to you and open up about mental health or just talk about... Yeah, a, so a band. my Facebook... My name is James Ralph. Uh, I'm from Boston, Lincolnshire, just in case you find a few James Ralphs. Uh, my business page is Hydra Shine Cleaning Services, and that's also on Instagram as well. 
Um, if anyone wants to talk to me, I'll, I'll happily have a phone call with you. Cause like I say, I'm, I'm quite passionate about all this. I'd love to talk to people and help you out. Even yeah. if I do one thing, just help you out, get you through one more day, just helping you out a little bit. You know what I mean? It means the world to me. James, massive respect. Um, well done for opening up. I'm hoping that people have got some good value out of this, uh, even if we, you know, reach one person and they yeah. help. That's amazing. So uh, nice one, mate. We'll speak to you again in the future and we'll get um, something planned in. Yeah, lovely job, Max. Nice one, mate.